Good morning, this is the Robert Affalter Show, and I am Robert Affalter, and it's morning where I am. I don't know what time it'll be when you listen to this. However, we're not doing the morning drive today. It's my wife's birthday. I got in a little bit late last night. I think I mentioned I'm restoring an antique chiropractic table, and I spent a late day yesterday getting things finished up, and it's almost ready for use. <laughs> But anyway, I slept in a little bit. My wife and I are going to our daughter's for breakfast this morning, for a birthday breakfast. And so we got up a little bit late, and now I'm taking the dogs for a walk and enjoying a beautiful, sunshiny day as I look out at Drayton Harbor here in Blaine and waiting for some thoughts to give you today. And I guess... The thought that comes to me is to be persistent. <laughs> Yesterday was a day where it was required for me to be persistent. And the table gave me many challenges as I put these new cushions on. I ordered these cushions from a company that makes cushions and thought, well, they'll just come pre-drilled and all I'll have to do is take the old ones off and screw these on and it'll be pretty simple. Well. It wasn't that simple. <laughs> they did not come pre-drilled. I had to drill the holes for the screws and put it together, which shouldn't have been too bad. Except um, it wasn't... turned out the pieces weren't interchangeable. How can I say that? You needed to create a template, I guess, to put the cushions on. The cushions weren't exactly identical. So they didn't go back quite that easily. And it just became a little bit more of a challenge than I thought. And there were a couple of times when I had to hold four pieces together at once while they're trying to fall apart and put a bolt through them. And it just required persistence. And it would have been easy to give up. But something that I wanted to get done, so I had to be persistent and get things accomplished. And I think there's a lot of times in life like that, especially if we're going to accomplish something that requires a lot of effort and everything worthwhile requires a lot of effort, it seems like. We're going to have to put in that time and be persistent. <laughs> My academy comes to mind. I've had the, some courses available for quite a while, but coming up with the right platform and then coming up a way, with a way to let people know about it has taken some time and I'm still working on it <laughs> and still being persistent. Okay, just tried something new today. I stopped the recording and <laughs> picked up after one of my dogs. My dogs, by the way, are Gus, who's a Cocker Spaniel. And he's a rescue dog we got from Texas. And Jed, who's a Cocker Spaniel mix. According to a DNA test, he's 50% Cocker Spaniel. And the other 50% is some one of three other dogs, probably... Uh, Australian Shepherd, Beagle, 
and uh, some kind of a Chinese dog. So anyway, those are the dogs I'm walking this morning. And now watching the gulls and ducks and geese out on the water. Just now getting over to where the water is. But back to being persistent. You think about uh, college education. You have to be persistent to put in your time and complete the courses to get a degree. And I've thought about that. People have asked me, you know, why is it so important to have a degree? You know, oftentimes when you get into a position in a company that required, maybe it required a bachelor's degree, you don't wind up using the degree and it didn't seem to matter what your degree was in, they just wanted you to have a degree. Well, part of it is that it becomes a way to weed out people so they don't even look at people that don't have a degree. But the other part of it is that it shows that you can finish what you start, that you can be persistent, that you can set a goal and accomplish it. And that's no small feat. <laughs> there are many people that start college and never finish. And some do quite well. And, uh, Bill Gates and uh, Bill, or Steve Jobs is one. I'm not sure about Gates. Um, but if you look up uh, J.P. Sears, was, uh, makes a lot of funny videos. And one of his was on college education. If you want to look up J.P. Sears, S-E-A-R-S, on YouTube. And maybe just Google college education, maybe you'll find it. But he starts out by saying he wanted to be successful. And he realized that the first thing you must do in order to be successful is to go $100,000 into debt on your college education. And then he shows pictures behind him of all the people that didn't complete college and became quite wealthy. And while he's those pictures are showing behind him. He says, I don't know of anybody that ever succeeded without completing college. Something like that. But anyway, it's a funny video. I recommend it. But it gets back to this idea of being persistent. The people that succeeded, even though they didn't complete college, succeeded by being persistent in whatever it is they became successful at. And it seems like there's a struggle for each of us. And we get to choose what path we want. And I think we'll find we're more successful if we find our purpose and choose that path. In other words, there may be, of all the paths we can choose, we can choose the one that's best suited to us. and have more fun. It's more fun to be persistent at something you enjoy. <laughs> so think about that as you're going through your day. What is it you really enjoy doing? What gives you pleasure? 
and can you make money at what you enjoy doing and what gives you pleasure? And if you can figure that out, then you've got it made. One of my favorite things, I don't remember where I first heard it, was if you enjoy working, uh, how's it go? If you enjoy your work, you never work a day in your life, or if you can make get paid for doing what you love, you never work a day in your life, maybe it's like that. But that's certainly been my case. I remember my father telling me there will always be days when you don't want to get up to go to work. What you got to do is find something where you have the fewest of those days. And I've really never thought about having a day. Well, I guess at IBM, I had days when I didn't go to, want to go to work. That's why I quit <laughs> and went to chiropractic college. But in chiropractic, I've always enjoyed going to work. And as I'm working on my courses and learning new technology, thinking about what I want to teach, I enjoy that. I've enjoyed being by myself and just learning how the software works, and how to create videos. And, and this audio broadcasting at Anchor FM, Anchor.FM, I guess it is, um, this has been fun. So right now I'm walking with my phone and creating an audio that can be broadcast and give my thoughts as I walk along. And I'm hoping you're enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying doing it. And we're going to see. I'm uh, following this advice from Russell Brunson, founder of one of the co-founders of ClickFunnels. And... Uh, it's all about ClickFunnels is the platform I'm using now to uh, produce Affalter Academy. And ClickFunnels is all about marketing. How do you market? And then how do you provide the, it's also providing the platform, but it's mostly about how to market your materials. And look, it doesn't matter how good something is, if you don't market it, if nobody knows about it, It'll be pretty difficult to make any money at it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's pretty difficult. On the other hand, even things that aren't so great can be well marketed and be quite successful financially. But the marketing piece is something that a lot of entrepreneurs either don't want to do or they want, don't want to take the time to learn. And it's something I think we just have to, we have to know. And it's a lot different than just creating an ad. <laughs> One of my colleagues is, <clears throat> she just recorded a testimonial from a patient. And she's going to have somebody figure out how to make an ad out of it. Well, that's not quite a marketing campaign. And if you don't know the difference, I think you're going to find that you're going to be struggling. You have to have some way that you're persistently promoting your business, whatever it is. At least until you get to the point where just word of mouth keeps you going. Like a friend of mine no longer advertises his business. It's actually Gary, my mastermind partner. He's got a canopy business. <clears throat> and I don't think he advertises anything anymore. He's been in business 30 years and 
got a sign right on the, I guess that's an advertisement. He's got a sign on a busy highway, and he flashes messages up on a sign. So that is something he's doing. It's almost like a billboard. Better than a billboard, because I think he's got a, one of these where he can change the message. So he's got a lot of people seeing that. I don't know that he's really doing anything else as far as advertising these days. And once you get to a point where you can do that, I remember my father saying, <laughs> if I'll just get out of bed and go unlock the door, at least eight people walk through. I mean, he just gotten to that point in his business where people are going to come in just because they knew him and were going to come in. And certainly I got to that point before I decided to semi-retire and kind of close down and do something else. And now I'm looking at creating something again, a little bit differently, but along the chiropractic lines. That's why I rebuilt this table and get ready for offering a few more hours and taking on some new patients. Primarily because I really enjoy, one of the things I enjoy is helping people and seeing that surprised look on their face as they get off the table and expecting that what I did <laughs> won't have done anything and feeling better when they get off the table. That's been something that I've really found fun. And actually I realized that at a, I went to a seminar, it was on uh, foot orthotics, putting lifts and things in shoes and taping ankles and doing things to support feet. And the instructor was, at the end of the seminar, was working with the people that were there. And I was watching their face as he worked on them. And they did get a little bit better. Most of them said they felt better. However, nobody really had that look on their face that I enjoy when somebody gets off the table and I know that they're they're better according to my tests and I ask them how they feel and it's always been fun for me to see somebody it doesn't happen every time but it happens often enough that I have a lot of fun at watching people's faces as they have that surprised look that wow I really do feel better <laughs> So anyway, that's what I'm up to today. I'm about halfway through our walk here. And look at your life, find your purpose, and then be persistent in doing what's required. And I guess one more thing came to mind is there's two forms of intelligence. There's the intelligence that you or general, let's say, forms of knowledge rather than, I guess that's knowledge or uh, facts is one definition of intelligence, like military intelligence. Uh, I have to be careful on my words because I use intelligence oftentimes in a different way. But knowledge, there's two forms of knowledge, kind of a general knowledge, like learning how to read, learning mathematics, and then there's specialized knowledge. General knowledge of business is, is an example of uh, general knowledge entrepreneurs need to have. That's what I'm working on with uh, Affalter Academy, one of the things I'm working on. In addition to the mental mastery, it's the 
business courses to give you the business programs to, for your brain to put in place so that you can be more successful with your business. But so there's that generalized business knowledge and you also may need specialized knowledge. And specialized knowledge is things that you have to go to school for. In particular, for instance, uh, getting a chiropractic degree was required for me to practice chiropractic legally in the United States. And that'd be a specialized knowledge. Uh, knowledge of accounting to be a CPA would be a specialized knowledge. So there's a lot of different specialized knowledge. And uh, for example, as general knowledge of business, there are people that don't get degrees in business and don't have those business programs, but somehow they seem to have a sense of business and they can do quite well without that business training. However, for many of us, if we have the training, and then if we use the training, that's the other part of it, you actually have to use the programs that you've got in your brain. And some of us refuse to use those programs, especially in the healing arts. We're trying to help everybody. And it actually doesn't even matter. I was, I was talking to a owner of a bar here in Blaine, and I was trying to give him some ideas about marketing because I've been learning so much about it. And he already knows everything. He doesn't know anything, <laughs> but he thinks he knows everything. So he's running an ad on Google, and it's something I did 13 years ago. I know it's not going to help him. Not going to help him much. I, I spent, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars, I think, in Google ads and got nothing out of it. Um, but he showed me what he's doing. And it's not a campaign. It's just running an ad. But he already knows, you know, he's, like I've said in other podcasts, I've never been able to help anybody that knows more than I do. And that's true of everything. If you believe that you already know everything, you're not open to new information. So the key component is recognizing that maybe somebody knows something more than you do. <laughs> that's one of the things I've found in my life is I like to start things out with, uh, assume I don't know anything, and go from there. Because as soon as I say, oh yeah, I know, I know that, then people won't tell me something that maybe I don't know. And I do that frequently. And it's amazing how much I do learn, even though I thought that I knew quite a bit about a particular subject. And it's great because if somebody starts out with things I already know, then it reinforces what I already know and it reinforces my confidence in them because we both know the same thing. But it'll be interesting if you take that position. I think you'll find that oftentimes you'll learn something in the process if you've got somebody that's really an expert in the field that you're trying to learn from. You'll learn something in the process that you really didn't know. And how much does it take? It's like Gary said, and he's interested in taking some of my courses, and he said, I told him, you know, you, I don't know that you need him. You're a successful now. And he said, well, it'd be interesting to see how many things I've forgotten and see if I, I can't improve. And 
isn't that a little bit different? <laughs> different than a lot of people. Here's somebody that's, you know, probably up in that top 1% um, as far as income. And yet he's looking for ways he can improve. Yet a lot of people that don't have anything or making any money aren't really looking at how they can improve themselves either. So I've kind of wandered off of that, but I, that idea of the specialized knowledge and general knowledge and improving yourself, being persistent, I think all that goes together. All right, I think that's enough for, <laughs> for today. We're running down to the last stretch of our walk here and then the dogs will have their walk for the day and my wife and I are gonna go to breakfast, take a little hike in the mountains and enjoy her birthday. First time she's had a birthday without being in school because she's now retired, so retired teacher. All right, Robert Affalter signing off. Thanks for listening. If you want to leave a message, I'd appreciate it. Just hit the message button as you're listening to this. And you can leave a, I think you can leave an audio message. And we can respond to it later. And please uh, pass this along if you're enjoying the podcast. We'd love to hear from you and know how this is affecting your life. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.